tired. I, I haven't got time to mark this motherfucker. Here we go again. We can't hear anybody. Nobody can talk to anybody. You guessed it, Pressure Points. I'm D, and this is In a Hurry, AJ. We're heading you with Season 6, Episode 23, Butchers of Bosnia, for Siege of Sarajevo. We continue the story of the two Serbian rat fucks that you guys know. Find us on Instagram, Patreon, and pointsopressure.com. Let's get to it. Well, turn the fucking thing off, you dumbass. Oh, I should have called nice. you leg up on the table, jerk off AJ. Damn. You really should have. What a fucking wow. sweet intro return. That was, that was perfect. I thought you'd lost it in the five oh, weeks or whatever. Too, yeah. Dude, those it went by so fast. It did. I hate that it went by so quickly. Oh, I just, but I just remember I had homework so today. Fucking, I was able to like write everything so quickly this morning. I was like, holy shit. Okay, well, we're back at it. Back at it like a crack we're addict. We're back, baby. It has been over a month since you guys last had a new episode from us. We're back. What's new? I'm back. Uh, how, how was your How was your thing? Uh, I know you talked to Patreon about it already, but tell the tell the fucking leeches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, tell the tell the leeches how it went. It was. I mean, okay. I'm today actually in a couple hours is my halfway point through all my clinicals. And man, those first two were so rough. I'm, it's like midnight. I'm pushing drugs that could kill somebody, and I'm falling asleep. Oh, oh and I'm no. like, oh god. After that, you know, you get acclimatized to it. Um, it it really is just you just kind of feel tired all the time. That's fair. I understand how my father, why my father yeah. is the way he is now. <laughs> I really, some clarity on whatever. He's on, not even a fucking grouchy person. He's just no, like, but he's he's sleepy. He's perpetually sleepy, but such a sweetheart. It keeps him calm. Just wanna, keeps him young. Just want to kiss him on his little forehead. Yeah, yeah uh, no, it's it's fantastic, but uh, it's good. Uh, let's see. As of right now, a third of my patients have died. Hey, yeah, but you know, it's the it's the ICU, so it's kind of understandable. Huh. That's fair. Yeah, so I, I want to tell more, but yeah, I do which not... hospital and what are their names? Yeah, I'll give you their social. <laughs> Can you please give me the time of death and why for each one, please? Mm-hmm. No, nice. I want to. I want to tell you more, but they're, you know, HIPAA. I, I just don't want to fuck Ooh. around with it. Government oversight. Get that out of here. <laughs> Protections. Yeah. Let, here, here's something that completely unrelated to my clinical. Something I was reading on GTA earlier. On Grand Theft Auto? On Grand Theft Auto. I was reading this that apparently you can be allergic to chemotherapy drugs. Can you imagine? You find out you have fucking cancer and then you're like, I, I'm I'm going to fight. And you just <laughs> balloon up. Yeah. That's exactly it. Oh, it's God. crazy. What's the, what's the allergic reaction? Anaphylaxis. Oh, Jesus. Leading to encephalitis <laughs> and brain death. Listen. If you try to beat cancer, you will die. Yeah. If you don't try to beat this cancer, you, you will, will die. die. And it was just bad luck because- That sounds like what would happen to my girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> it really does. Oh, she has uh, the fucking worst luck. It's hilarious. It's fantastic. Because it's not me. Exactly. Yeah. I get to just She has terrible luck. It. That's why she's dating me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're a symptom of terrible, the problem. Terrible luck and taste. Yeah. <laughs> 
But uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's good. I, I'm learning a lot. Like, oh, I'm sure, dude. I'm learning more from these clinicals than I am in the class I'm in. But the real question is, are you retaining it? <laughs> I, I mean, we'll see tonight. Yeah, we'll find out. I'm basically running the running the, the show tonight. So, nice. uh, yeah, that'll be, that'll be that'll be be something. The the nurse I'm with is awesome. Little intense. Yeah, a little crazy. A little crazy, but in a good way. In in the way a night shift nurse needs to be. Yeah, the only type of nurse that could put up with AJ, so it's fair. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> the for exact fucking, person you for need. For 120 <laughs> hours in a month. Oh, uh, shit. That. It would take a crazy person. Mm-hmm. Myself included. But I'm passing my class still, somehow. Good. Oh, that's there you good. go. Hell yeah. yeah. What have you been up to for the last five weeks? That's a long time. You that must have is, done a lot of stuff. a long time. And, uh... Like, you must have been busy day in, day out. Oh, yeah, Lots yeah. of stories. So many, so many fucking things. Has nothing things. to do with single-player Tarkov, I'm yeah. sure. So many things have been done, and none of them have... None of them have been me potentially getting my uh, Tarkov account banned by using third-party software to play completely offline because their online is broken. Hell yeah. Nothing to do with that. Um, no, I took a little road trip to Denver. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Went to Denver Comic-Con, and if you have seen Spaceballs, um, you would know what I dressed up as. This is probably potentially doxing myself, but it's like you guys fucking know what I look like if you went to our website, uh, com. Uh, nice face plug. Reveal. Face reveal there. Um, a very poor bio page that we really yeah. need to fill out. <laughs> we will someday. We'll get there. We really uh, need to. So, yeah, went to Denver. We dressed up as assholes from Spaceballs. We looked pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. Like, I shit you not, we took like 200 pictures with people. Like, everywhere oh, yeah. we're walking, Everybody. people like, I'm surrounded by assholes. It's like the Pooparootsy. Ludicrous speed. Just Spaceballs quotes the whole time. People were pulling us off to the side to get pictures. It was a ton of fun, honestly. But that shit burned me out. However... The best moment of the entire trip was we're leaving on day two, dressed up as the assholes. And as we're walking down the street, like, there are obviously a lot of cops in the area because they're like, oh, yeah, we got to police be pieces of shit, whatever. They got to be racist somewhere. Yeah. There's a hate crime happening. They're standing on the sidewalk, and I walk past them, and I stop and turn to my friends, and I go, hey, I'm surrounded by assholes. They were pissed. But what the fuck were but they going to do? They yeah, do? what are you going to do? Punch a fucking nerd? Yeah, like, right. I will crumble and cry. Yeah. And, <laughs> and the and last shit. thing you want is and a shit. crying white dude in Denver. Yeah. That's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they'll be. They'll have to lose their job and then move yeah. to another state a to fat have crying, their job. A fat crying white nerd. Like, yeah. Get out of here. They don't want fucked. that. That's bad optics. Yeah. Everybody knows that. <laughs> so, yeah. I didn't see their faces, but uh, my girlfriend. Uh, one of our Patreon subscribers, actually. Whoa. Uh, they were like, they looked fucking pissed. And I'm like, yeah, probably. But fuck them. Um, yeah, so Denver was cool as shit. Uh, and then, yeah, I took like a bunch of days off of work to just take it easy and play video games. And I did just that. And it was fantastic. Nice. It's been nice. It's been a very casual break for me. Hell I've yeah. been digging it. Yeah, so we're back, and it's nice. It's yeah. nice to be back, back on the mic. It is. I've been dreading it, but back it's nice on the Michael. Back. Yeah, back on the Michael, the Schmeichel, the sh- the Schmeichel. So yeah, 
Yeah. Good times. Good times are had by all. Um, Patreon subscribers, uh, you may not have seen an episode, an exclusive show up in June. But, Sorry. My uh, bad. I forgot. And he was out yeah, of town. Yeah, I was out of town. It was the last <laughs> day of June. Bad. I was gone. So uh, you'll get two this month. There's one that's already up. Um, so yeah, pop on there, go listen to it. And if you aren't a Patreon subscriber, uh, if you decide to subscribe, this is big news. Everybody shut the fuck up and listen. If you subscribe to us on Patreon by the end of this month, July, 2023, we have a little like uh thank you package that we're sending out with a handful of stickers, a little like photograph thing with our new logo on it it's kind of a celebration for the the rebrand um so if you subscribe on patreon make sure your address is on there for those of you that are new and on patreon that have recently subscribed make sure your address is on there because a couple of you don't have it and that's okay but update it so we can send you the stuff so yeah if you sign up before the end of july you get that uh you get an extra episode every single month an exclusive one for not poor ears. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, we have a handful of sloppy seconds episodes, which are the little like 10, 5, like 10, 15 minute things where we just bullshit. Uh, AJ's working on his series of voices. Um, which I actually downloaded a bunch of interviews last night. Oh, yeah. Because I couldn't go to sleep. Oh. Because graveyard Because you weren't supposed to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. A lot of stuff on there. We'd really appreciate it if you guys at least just go click on it, check it out. Even if you don't, if you can't afford it, don't do it. It's okay. We appreciate that you're just listening. All right. Now that all that shit is out of the way, is there anything you had before we get started? Uh, no. Cool. All right. <laughs> yeah, last thing, if any of you have any businesses and you want to pay us a lot of money to advertise your business. Yeah, if you have a family member who is very rich and successful and has like their own business, we're cheap. Yeah, if anyone's related to a Nigerian prince, reach out. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah so uh, we're going to get back into it. Um, I know it has been like nine episodes and over two months since we did our last uh, Yugoslavian episode. Um, I apologize for that, but it is so much to fucking yeah. Go it's through. heavy. Like it's it's a lot for the episodes, but I enjoy doing it. I'm I'm going to try to get back into doing one per month. No guarantees, but we're continuing Sarajevo. So to catch us back up, um, last episode it started off with Ratko Mladic, one of the butchers of Bosnia. Uh, he had been sent as a general to Croatia. Uh, ultimately, what he did in Croatia was unsuccessful, but successful. Uh, successful as in they cut off supply lines. Unsuccessful as in Croatia beat the shit out of them and stole all their stuff. Um, <laughs> Nerd! Yeah, right. <laughs> so he still gets promoted, Uh I think is like a show of, oh, look at how successful he was, propaganda machine, whatever. Um, but Racco gets promoted within the Serb ranks uh, in uh, Bosnia and Herzegovina. They finally have their independence vote. It is ultimately successful for them to get independence. Um, however, 
Uh, this comes with a lot of Serbian propaganda about Ooh. how yeah Serbs are pushing like, hey, we're going to be silenced if if everybody's equal here. Um, Bosniak Muslims ended up crashing a Serb wedding um, and murdered one or two people. Was kind of like every like, and that's pretty much well the same day as the independence vote or the independence like vote announcement. Um, and where things really kicked off. So we had the fucking bloody wedding, uh, the SDS, which a reminder, those are the Serbian politicians, which are, uh, run by Radovan Karadzic, which Radovan is our other butcher of Bosnia. He is the self-appointed Serb president of Bosnia and Herzegovina. Um, and Radovan turns on this major propaganda machine uh, and really starts focusing on victimizing uh, Serbs further. And it scared a lot of them and radicalized a lot of them. And then it also gave way to activating and pushing out the Serb shadow military that we had talked about the episode prior to that, um, which was working alongside JNS, which is the Yugoslavian People's Army. I know that this is just a major no, info no, it, dump. It's catching me up. I got um, this. So, Serb Shadow Military, which is basically just like the paramilitary, it's the police that now have Russian weapons in their hands, and they're teaching uh, Serb citizens how to use them and tactics and everything. Uh, they're working alongside the JNS to carry out the RAM plan which the RAM plan itself uh, was pretty much how do we destabilize Bosniak Muslims the fastest way, and it was rape their women, kill their uh, religious leaders, burn down their religious places, and get rid of all of their papers so that they have to be deported. Yep, that checks out. Yep. Uh, so that's where we are. Uh, just... At the very, very end of the last episode, uh, the official president of Bosnia, uh, Yvette, oh shit, I have it written down here somewhere. <gasps> Don't forget. <clears throat> I mean, you it. did forget, but did. you have it. It's it's a fucking mouthful, too. Where is it? Where is it? Oh, God. It's in there, I promise. I know it is. This is exactly how we should start off a new season. <laughs> I hate it. I hate that I had it here. And it's like somebody dropped a keyboard. Uh, so it's fucking hard to find. Ah! Fill the time. Fill the time. Uh, Fill the fucking time. Fill the time. So Fill the time. you like jazz? Oh, God. I'm reading through um, everything. So recently I was on a hot dog kick. <laughs> uh, ah, found it. Oh, thank uh, goodness. Izet Begovic uh, is the Begovich, yeah, the president of Bosnia, and he represents the Bosniak Muslims. Um, and he came out and basically pulled his signature from the peace agreement because Serbia had already pissed and shit all over it. So he came out and he's like, yeah. My signature isn't on there anymore. Get fucked. Uh, and on April 2nd, I believe, April 2nd or 4th, he comes out and he basically says, Bosniaks and Croatians, get ready 
for war because Serbia is really fucking going in. Now, Serbia saw this as get ready for fucking war. Or at least that's how they kicked out their propaganda and further radicalized Serbians and pretty much was like, activate everything. Like, it's ram plan time. So, uh, in a nearby city, Bialina, um, word gets out that the Serb paramilitaries had attacked unsuspecting Bosniaks and non-loyal Serbs. So it's starting to get out further that this isn't just something that happens in Sarajevo. This is happening all over Bosnia and Herzegovina. Um, and so the city itself, it was a fairly small town, um, but it was a pretty big place for Bosniaks. Uh, it only had about 30 to 35 police officers um, that were willing to fight back. Remember, Mm-hmm. Any of the Serbs that are in police offices were all fucking paramilitary. They were all yeah. fucking shadow. Uh, so there are only like 30 cops that are willing to fight against the JNA and Serb forces. Um, and this whole ordeal leads to the literal genocide of over a thousand people in the area. Um Women and children are being regularly sexually assaulted, left in the street to to die. Um, some of them are taken to labor camps, um, but the majority of them were ripped from their homes, killed in the streets, and then their homes were fucking searched, pillaged, and burned to the ground. Um, so, Izet Begovic hears about this, and he more or less says, hey, the Serbs are going to fucking kill us all. We need to get ready. Like, stand up. This shit is going to get real. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the SDS, like I said, they announced that the Bosniaks are planning something against the Serbs, and their response is, Serbs, it's time to evacuate the city, which anyone that isn't paramilitary is like, oh, God, get the fuck out. Yeah. And anyone that is is like now's the time to stand up because we were told this is the time for us to do our thing and not evacuate uh so the next day a group of serbian policemen and i i'm going to apologize this episode is going to come off as like bang 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 like it's event after event after event mm. i know the last couple have been like oh hey we're prepping for everything no this is the where this breaks. is where this shit is, yeah. gets crazy and it is literally just fucked up event fucked up event it's constant i understand if it's a lot to take uh pause it fucking catch up when when you can it's a hefty episode um so Group of Serbian policemen um, get together and they go from station to station. Uh, and this is part of the plan, part of what was implemented in RAM plan. Um, and they basically at each station, they like walk straight in because they're in police uniform. Like yeah. who's going to stop them? They're just local police officers. It looks like. So these Serbian police officers walk in and they pretty much say, hey, who's Serbian here? And Serbian officers raise their hand. Anyone that doesn't, get the fuck out of here or we're going to kill you. 
So Bosniaks and Croat uh, police officers are like, okay, cool. Like, fuck off. All right, I'm leaving. Because these, these aren't just like, oh, we're walking in. They're armed to the fucking yeah. teeth. Uh, They've been waiting for this. Yeah, this is since this the Ram is like, plan. Like this is yeah, this is the, the dream of point. every single police officer in America. Well, yeah, that is true. Um, yeah. So yeah, they walk in, they push out all of all of the Bosniaks, all of the Croats. They sit all of the Serbs, all of the Serb police officers down, and they say, "Who of you are already involved in what we're doing, and who of you have a problem with it? And any of the ones that have a problem with it." They're told to get the fuck out or they're dead. So immediately, they're just growing their size. And they'll take the guys that are at this police station and they'll take all of them to the next police station. And it's just this fucking Snowballing. military. Uh, they end up killing two officers. Um, they completely take over a training school. And the training school is just deemed worthless now. Uh, they push everybody out. There's obviously no more police presence to at least attempt to protect people. Uh, and then you also have the JNA, which is a people's army, which is now also occupying the area that is once again not protecting the like the people's best interest isn't at heart. Yeah, definitely not. Uh, so. Their attempt is to prevent what happened in Bialina, which is if we get all of the officers out of uniform, out and away from the like weapons cases and shit that we've got in these police stations, they're not going to be able to even put up a fight. And we can genocide well over a thousand people. Um, so a few days later, on April 6th, Bosnia and Herzegovina are internationally and officially recognized to be an independent country. It's taken a month. Uh, they had filed like mid-March and everybody went up in arms. I don't know if you guys remember, but in the official filing, Bosniaks, Croats, and some Serbs, I will admit there were some Serbs who didn't fucking want this. Yeah, there, there are always yeah, there are know, always people that aren't who see the writing in the wall. And, yeah, yeah, who don't um, go along with it. The protected politicians to go officially file, officially vote to pass this independence, and then now it's finally official um, on an international scale, um, which means that the UN no longer has to see this as an internal conflict in Yugoslavia. Now this is a conflict from one country to another because of Serbia's involvement. Their president is definitely involved with all of this. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you guys recall, uh, two episodes ago there was that phone call that was like, hey, uh, JNA is good to go. And that was from Serbian president to the SDS butcher of Bosnia, yeah. uh, Radovan. Rat boy and rat yeah. boy, yeah. Uh, so officially recognized, which means the UN now has the ability to step in more so than they did previously. Uh, there are a lot of people who don't like how the UN handled their entrance to Bosnia, which is fair. No, it totally but at the valid. same time, <laughs> uh, the UN was like, 
we're trying to prevent an all-out fucking war because of how fucking bad things are getting. So the UN steps in. They try to act as more or less a police force, but like they're a police force that doesn't have any weapons, that isn't policing. More or less, it's just blue helmets that are observing. Is a lot of what yeah what that, happened. Yeah, in there this was situation. a lot of like, um, what's it called? A lot of uh, bystander controversy. But basically, people were like. Why are you even here? Yeah, there's a lot You're of just hate. just standing here watching. And then it came out, I don't know if you are ever going to go into it, but it came out like decades later that a lot of the Blue Helmets were taking advantage of their position and yeah. their situation being a peacekeeper and getting away with more sexual assault. Yeah, there's a lot of bad blood between... Um, so a lot of the uh, UN representatives or UN people that were there... Uh, were from the Netherlands, and there's still a lot of bad blood between the Netherlands and Bosnia and Herzegovina because of what happened during this time. I will get further into that um, because right now the UN isn't terribly heavily involved. It's more towards uh, when we get to Srebrenica, uh, or mm. sorry, Srebrenica, and. Um, I forgot the name of one of the labor camps that I'll talk oh, about yeah. next time. Um, that because this is like a month. Th this yeah, has been yeah. a month since the These, like what, official 15 vote. episodes or whatever. Yeah, like yeah, it's been it's a been month, a lot. Uh, so yeah, the UN not entirely involved. They don't ever really get very heavily involved. That was NATO, um, but yeah, so. Just as a reminder to everybody. Uh, so, yeah. The same day that Bosnia and Herzegovina get their official international independence is the same day that is officially recognized as the start of the Yugoslavian Civil War. April Dang. 6th, um, Serbian shells begin to drop onto Sarajevo. Uh, during March, during all of everything that we've talked about previously, uh, while tensions were flaring and everybody's focus was on downtown, a team of JNA troops were climbing through the hills and the countryside and the mountains out and around Sarajevo. Uh, they were placing mortars at previously planned locations, which is part of the RAM operation. Yeah, it was all pre-set yeah. up. So they're setting up these mortars, and there's a map that I will try to uh, get posted on Instagram that it shows Sarajevo, and then it shows like where all of the mortar placements are. Oh, yeah, and it's basically that. just a circle around yeah. Sarajevo, and they're just launching everything right into the middle. Fuck them. Straight to downtown. Um, and no one had any idea this was going on because of what was happening in the city at the time. Everything was fucking insane. You're not going to think about, oh, yeah, you know, what's going, like, who's climbing up the, the mountaintop? Like, who's putting mortars out there? Because you don't think that it's going to fucking escalate to that point, yeah. right? Um, so it's estimated that a thousand shells are dropped 
per day. Damn. Over the course of the three thousand or not three thousand years of uh, the three three thousand yeah the years. three thousand years uh uh of the three year siege of Sarajevo, it comes out to and I know I mentioned it in a previous episode, but it comes out to like one every ninety seconds. Jesus, how can um, you even live? You can't. Yeah, there like so uh, many fucking people died. They don't. I don't even think they have an official count for how many people died because of how impossible it was yeah. to report with that many shells being dropped regularly. Uh, there was a report from the UN that stated that a quiet day of shelling during this time was two to three hundred shells that Jeez. were launched from these locations, and an average day was eight hundred to a thousand. Um, upon those same orders to act. Uh, so while these shells are being launched on April 6th, uh, paramilitary and JNA snipers are positioning themselves at previously planned locations at the end of either side of like very heavily trafficked streets, main streets, main highways, anything where they know people are going to be running from their homes. They're sniping civilians. They're killing yeah. off innocent children, innocent people that, yeah. that had nothing to do with any of this. And uh, there's a photo that will be posted uh, because I have it saved on my phone to make sure it is. Um, and I showed AJ before yeah, yeah. we recorded of a, a Bosnian soldier. So Bosniak that is... He's surrounded by like 15 people. They're all terrified. And he's the only guy there. And he he has to protect all these people that are just terrified because all of their lives are at risk because they don't even know where the fuck they're being shot from. They're, yeah, they're there's, just trying to go get food down yeah, at the grocery store yeah, they're, and they're getting shot at and sniped yeah, just and mortared trying to survive and going about their daily life in a terrible terrible place and this is what's happening there's video footage um i can't guarantee that this will be posted i don't even know if i could put it on instagram uh, um, sure but Let's do it. there's video footage of like it's like you said this is one of the most well-documented like recent or it was the start of the well documentation of wars um of recent wars i should say like there were so many cameras there there were so many so many crews because all of this has taken two or three years to build up to this point people have kind of seen this coming and then a month of just utter chaos the people are reporting there and suddenly shells are dropping and snipers are shooting and there are reporters there that didn't think that they would be there on fucking day one of this war. It's terrifying watching footage of this, hearing stories about it. It's fucking awful um, to know that the hate that these Serbs had for their fellow countrymen was that bad that they'd climb to the top of a building with 17, 20, 30 other men that are also climbing to the top of buildings and they're just slaughtering innocent people that have done nothing. Yeah, they're not even not at all involved in any way yeah. with any of the politics yeah. or anything like that. Just because they're of the two groups that they don't like in this country. All Serbs in one state, don't forget. Um so 
the Serbs and the JNA also begin ransacking neighborhoods. Uh, they start going from door to door. Uh, this is this was very heavily detailed in Operation Ram. Uh, so they're going door to door and kicking in doors, beating down doors, breaking windows, whatever, getting people out of their homes. Um, and if they aren't killing them inside, they're dragging them out to the street, killing them in the middle of the street. Or if they're not killing them in the street, then the men were separated from their wives and daughters, the sons from their wife, from their sisters and mothers, um, and they're forced into prison camps. Uh, they were walked out to a prison camp that I'll talk and talk about in the next episode. Um, women were raped in the streets all over Sarajevo. This was just happening everywhere. Um, then they'd be taken to local prisons for further abuse, murder, whatever the fuck the Serbs wanted to do with them. Information that these that these women don't even have. These are these are just civilians. Yeah, they're just people. And even if they weren't civilians, still these not are okay. Fucking war crimes that Ratko is pushing out. It's just it, not only pushing out, but. He's actively, yeah. He's actively planned this entire thing. Premediating. That's the word I was trying to think. Premeditating. Premeditative. Premeditative. Premeditating these events. Yeah. He he wants them to happen. They've planned, they've known that all of this would happen and they put it in place well over a year ago. Um, And uh, it was reported that uh, by a few women that. Serb soldiers would show up on occasion during their time in these, uh, these like run down, disgusting prison conditions. Mind you, they shouldn't even be in a prison in the first place, but the prison conditions that they were put in were so fucking disgusting that women were dying of infections, women were dying of sickness because of how fucking poorly these places were, were maintained. Like, they're basically just thrown into cells that are just three walls and bars. And that's, like, it. Like, they don't have... Obviously, the Serbs aren't going to make any accommodations for them whatsoever. They don't fucking care about them. It's disgusting. It's fucking terrible. Um, And these Serbs would just show up. They'd walk through the cells. They'd look through the cells. They'd grab a woman take her outside, sexually assault and abuse them, and then bring them back and go back out to killing civilians. Like, it's fucking terrible, the complete disregard for human life that that went on during all of this. Uh, So all of this takes place over April. This is a... Everything that I just talked about was pretty much a daily occurrence. This isn't just one single day. This wasn't only April 6th. This goes on all through April, all through May, all through June. Basically, throughout the entire three years of the siege of Sarajevo. Um, Now, Rako Mladic, uh, he shows up on April 24th with his team of generals and his unit of like 80k 100k jna forces um and he orders that 
every entrance and exit to the city is blockaded. Now, he's he's arriving to Sarajevo with a chip on his shoulder, but also with like a heaping amount of frustration and angst about what happened in Croatia because he looks like a fucking incompetent moron in Serbian's eyes. Well, he does, but he doesn't. But in his eyes, because of his fucking ego, it's been tainted a little bit. So he shows up and he goes, okay, guess what we're going to do right off the bat? The one thing that I was good at in Croatia, we're going to cut off electricity. We're going to cut off all water supply lines and any inbound supply lines are going to be intercepted. They completely take over the uh, the Sarajevo like airport, so that the UN isn't even able to get supplies sent in over the course of the three years. They manage to, but that's going to be a story for like outside of the butchers of Bosnia because it is fucking crazy. Unfortunately, butchers of Bosnia is just covering war crimes and not the oh, happy cool dang. things that happen. Um, but it it's a, a really interesting approach that the UN took. Um, but I don't want to spoil anything on that. So um, it gets so bad with cutting off supply lines that they even managed to stop food and medicine coming in Jeez. to Bosniaks and Croats. Um, and they're turning everything away. And so these people that are that are literally trapped inside the city being shelled constantly, they can't get food, water, medicine, electricity. There's no way of contacting anybody to get the fuck out of there. Like, what do you do? You can't There's do nothing anything. you can do. So, uh, all in all, the civilians went over six months without any access to any of these. It's literally just mayday trying to find fucking anything, like, to survive. And that's why people like uh, God's Rambo that we talked about last, or, yeah, last season, in season five, God's Rambo and the Ghost Camaro, that's why those people that were civilians not affiliated with any side took it upon themselves to help people out like this because it was so fucking bad. They're entering a literal war zone, putting their lives at risk. And I feel like this episode itself helps put what he did into perspective even yeah, further. Yeah, it really does. Um, when I did that episode, I probably didn't understand the the true danger of it all. Obviously, now, you guys and I totally fucking know. It, it yeah, was, it makes sense. It was fucking awful. So, uh, around the beginning of May... So Ratko's been there for about a week or two. Um, he is again promoted to now chief of staff. Well, this is going so well. You're going to be chief of staff yeah. now. You, you're managing to to kill off so many of the people that we don't like. Here you go. Here's another promotion. Now not only are you general, but now you have a political standing over this with chief of staff. Uh, he's given command over a massive portion of the JNA. And at the exact same time, the Bosniak president, uh, Izet Begovic, is kidnapped at the airport. Um, And the Bosniaks are like, we fucking need him back. He's the only thing that's, like, giving us any idea of what to do. 
Uh, so the local Bosniak militias push for cutting a deal. And the Serbs agree that he can be used as leverage so that they can move a handful of the JNA safely through Sarajevo to leave, probably to just go take another fucking town. Yeah. Um, so uh, Bosniaks agree. They say, look, like, just give him back. We won't give you guys any trouble. Just get the fuck out of town. Do your thing. All right. They agree. Everything goes according according to plan. The JNA has a U.N. Uh, representative with them, which is really fucking strange that the UN would be hanging out with the JNA during all of this. Yeah. Um, my guess is that at the time, people didn't truly take into account how much the JNA was involved with the Serbs. Um, though I think that it's pretty fucking obvious if yeah. you were living downtown, but the UN was out of touch. Um, so this group hops in a convoy, they start heading out of town. Uh, to what they're considering safety. And during their departure, they have, like, we'll say, I, I don't know how many cars are in this convoy, but, like, it's split in half. All of a sudden, this fucking red car speeds through an intersection, stops in the middle of the intersection. Uh, both sides of this convoy are kind of cut off. One side keeps going a little bit further because they don't know what the fuck has happened. The other side, they end up running, like, tail to tail, into one another and uh the, the some of the jna end up getting trapped in their vehicles because their doors get fucking smashed shut and shit uh so some of the jna hop out and a small battle commences bosniaks hop out of the hop out of the sides of the the road ambush the shit out of the jna shooting anybody that's getting out of their vehicles, just loading all of these cars with bullets. And uh, this UN officer, I think he was a UN general, um, he says that he watched as the Bosniak fighters run up to these JNA cars, smash the windows in, point their guns in, and they just shoot until all of the windshields are dripping with blood. So... Another example of how I'm, yeah, I, I am taking a really rough stance against Serbians and Serbs in this entire situation. But like I said, this is war. Everybody's doing terrible, terrible shit. The Bosniaks are not, not immune to how fucking awful things got. Mm -hmm. That's fucking war crimes left and right by both sides. But this is retaliation for what the what the Serbs have been doing over the last two months. Like, I'm not saying you should expect retaliation like this, but when you've raped and stripped these men of their, their families and you've thrown so many of them into prison camps, so many of their family members have already died, what the fuck do you expect? It's wartime. Like... Yeah, like, it's unfortunate, it's, and I hate that innocent people are dying. But I can't truly say that every single person in the JNA in that convoy were innocent people. Some were, but not all of them. It's a it's such a fucked situation. Just know, everybody sucks in this whole fucking yeah, thing. Everybody sucks. Yeah. In war. Uh, 
So over 40 people are reported to have been killed during this this ambush on the convoy. Um, and three days later, uh, Radin, Radovan Karadzic, uh, who is now uh, assumed and appointed himself in power of Bosnia, uh, if he is not ready, yeah. uh, he announces the creation of Republic Srpska. Now, Republic Srpska is no longer under the guise of utilizing the JNA, the Yugoslavian People's Army. Republic Republic Srpska is the Serbs openly admitting we're this like we're the Serbian People's Army pretty much. Like yeah. it's it's more or less like the German army saying, yeah, we're all Nazis now in a way. It's the exact same thing. They go, hey, yeah, we've openly genocided people in another country. Uh, yeah, we utilized the JNA and all of the Serbs that were in it. And we have all these local Serbs that are now paramilitarized. Everybody all falls under one blanket term now, Republic Srpska. And guess who's put in control of it? One of the rats. Yep, our good old friend Ratko Mladic. He gets yet another fucking promotion. Uh, he becomes the commander of the main staff. And like I said, it's no longer necessary for them to hide behind the JNA because the JNA is Republic Srpska now. So Ratko in late May, early June, uh, turns his entire JNA district of 80,000 plus men. Uh, and they're like, Hey, we're headed out of, uh, we're headed out of, of, Sarajevo and he goes oh yeah 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 because you're JNA right and they go yeah and he goes actually now you guys are changed over to Republic Srpska and uh, you're going back in wonderful uh, so now suddenly they were short 80k people and now they have 80,000 more yay Um, Ratko immediately at the end of May orders another round of shelling into Sarajevo, and this goes on for five straight days. Jesus. Constant shelling straight into Sarajevo, destroying any building. Like, they're not even choosing certain places to bomb at this point. If it happens to kill a Serb, whoops, they shouldn't have been there, I guess. Um, The shelling is destroying any buildings. They're bombing, like, fucking soccer fields where people are at least trying to not think about the war that's going yeah. on and just killing anybody and everyone. So that's as far as I have for today. Um, oh, on a cliffhanger. Was, yeah, it was 80,000 new troops injected yeah. in 80,000 new troops. We now have Republican Serb or Republic Serbska um, and things are getting and have gotten well out of hand in, um, in Sarajevo. And the UN is doing nothing again. Yeah, watching as war crimes commence. So yeah, uh, it's it's a rough situation, and we will discuss this whole thing further in about a month. Perfect. No, fantastic. Ay ay ay! It's gonna ay. be back, but damn if it don't hurt. <laughs> yeah. Ay mi madre, madre. Well, ah. uh, as always. Uh, Patreon names, if you guys are interested, find us on patreon.com. 
Uh, you can search at Points O Pressure, or you can just do what is it? Patreon.com forward slash Points O Pressure. I think so. Yeah. Cool. Uh, but yeah, drop those motherfucking names, baby. Oh yeah, it's my turn. All right. So, of course, we've got the board. They uh, they allowed us to allow you to sign up. Is is really on them. Yeah. So, uh, Mini D, Toddle Waddle, and Weston. Thank you guys so much. And then, of course, we've got, uh, I don't know why I'm looking back at you. Like, you have the list. Yeah, you're good. Then we've got uh, Abby, AJ's Third Nut, Kitty Titties, Thomas, Dark Runner, (laughs) D's Nuts, G-Dog, Hayden, and Laura Ravo. Thank you guys so much for supporting. It's great to have some new names that are really fun to read. (laughs) Hell, thank you guys. And, yeah, we'll... Yeah, if you guys are are interested in uh, subscribing again... Uh, if you do by the end of July, we'll send you a little little package with some goodies in it. Um, but if you can't afford it, it's A-OK. We're just glad that you're here listening. Um, and as always, if you guys ever have any recommendations for books, movies, TV shows, an article that you read that you thought was points of pressure, as, like I don't fucking know. Please do. Anything that you guys would like to chat about, even if you just need somebody to talk to, by all means. Tax advice. Yeah. Ta- uh, no guarantees on that one on it being correct. Do it your own per- and your own fucking caution. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you guys want to recommend a show idea or whatever, anything that you find that you like, by all means, reach out to us on Instagram at points o pressure or feel free to email us at ppdnaj at gmail.com or find the contact us link on our website. We'll see you next Monday.